Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. My name is Sierra, and I help product-based business owners take a paycheck. That's right. Product-based business owners take a paycheck. I was just speaking over there to, you know, my other little camera setup, because let's be real, we're supposed to be putting out all the content all the time. So I'm trying to be smart with how I record podcast episodes, create my content, all the good things. We're supposed to do it all right. And we can be efficient. So here's what I'm doing today. I'm so excited that you're here with me on today's podcast episode. We're going to talk about an episode that should fire you up a little bit. We're going to be talking about faith and business. That's right. Is that kind of like politics and business? No, it's not. We're going to talk about faith and business. So I don't often talk about faith, although if you hang out with me long enough, you know that faith and God are really important. In fact, God is definitely a part of my story. And I had a question recently from one of my coaching clients who asked, you know, as a faith-based person, she said, how do I get rid of the hustle and truly trust God with my business? And I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I gave her an answer, but I thought I'm going to bring this to the podcast today because I know some of you are also faith-based business owners, or you might be faith-based in your life and that, you know, uh, flows into your business in some way. And so I wanted to bring this before you today and just offer some simple thoughts, some bite-sized actionable thoughts that you could take and implement in your own life if you are a faith-based business owner. All right. so. If you guys hang out with me long enough, you know that I like to get to the point, cut to the chase, tell me what to do. I don't don't like all this, you know, flowery language, trust God, just hope, just be good. Things will will come to you. I want to know how to do that. What does it mean when you say good things will come if you give things, good things to others? If you say trust God, what does that mean? Give me the practicality of that statement. Give me the one, two, three breakdown so that I know how to go and actually apply that. I want to know the how. And so that's why I thought it would be really important to chat about this conversation piece today, because in our small businesses, it can be really easy for us to stress and strive, right? We have this dirty little secret in the background. Nobody knows about And when that does come out in some shape or form, maybe with family or a really good friend, and they give us these cliche statements like, you just need to trust God. He'll bring the customers. You know, he cares about you and your business. Just trust and keep doing. What does that mean? And so I have three things that I want to share with you today in how you can take this idea of trusting God with your business and actually put it into practice. Number one, seek good counsel. Okay. Trusting God is not about sitting back, doing the same things that are not working for us, making the same mistakes, putting our head in the sand. Let me give you an example. I had a client once that I was working with and um, one of her assignments was to input some numbers for me so I could review them before our call. And she just wasn't getting to it and wasn't getting to it. And so I sent her a little note and I said, Hey, is there a reason that you're not getting your numbers in? Cause I really need to see what's going on so that I can prep and prepare for our one-on-one call. And she said, Sierra, 
I just don't want to look at them. I know that these numbers are going to be really ugly, so I don't even want to look. Here's the thing, guys. If we don't look, the numbers are still there. If we don't look, our bank account doesn't suddenly fill up with cash. If we don't look, that debt doesn't just go away. If we don't look, that inventory that we haven't counted for a year doesn't count for it, count itself, okay? So putting our head in the sand, trusting God does not mean just putting your head in the sand, just continuing to do the same old things over and over, making those same mistakes. Number one, seek good counsel. Find someone that can help you pull your head out of the sand and say, you know what? This might be ugly. It might not feel good. Your business might not be in a place that you want it to be right now, but let's find you some good quality help. Trusting God, number one, it means seeking out counsel. It says in the Bible that in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. And even if you're not faith-based, if you don't you know, believe in God or anything like that, you can't, you can't say that that statement doesn't make a lot of sense, right? In a multitude of counselors, there's safety. When we can surround ourselves with people that are smarter than us, that are two steps ahead of us, and maybe even a couple steps behind us, and we can seek out good counsel, we will be able to see the the, the forest from the trees, right? What's going on in our business? What are our action steps? Trusting God means seeking good counsel. Number two, leaning into your gifts, okay? I wanna tell you this, you guys. When you start to feel frantic in your business, when you start to feel hustling in your business, what do you tend to do? You get more frantic, and more hustly, okay? When we don't make the sales we want, when we can't make the payments we need to, when we've gone without a paycheck for over a year, we just start selling more stuff. We start getting more frantic. We throw more spaghetti against the wall and we do even more of the things that got us in this spot in the first place. So as you are thinking about how could I trust God with my business, seek good counsel, have someone speak into your life that knows your gifts and your talents, and then lean into those gifts. Think about what your zone of genius is and back into that. Stop doing all the things and do what you know will bring you the best return on investment of your time. Number three, slow down to speed up. This is probably the hardest thing, the hardest thing. And that's why if you don't have a one-on-one -on -one coach, I want to strongly encourage you to find a business coach because the hardest thing to do when we're not making money or we're not making the money we want to make is to try to speed up and do even more. And most often the solution is to stop, to slow down, to eliminate complexity, to lean into our zone of genius, to ask for good counsel and just slow down and prepare to speed ourselves up. I just did this again in my business here, my coaching business, seeing that I had a lot of complexity because complexity comes from growth. It's natural, you know, it is what it is, okay? But we have to become very aware of when that complexity starts to creep in in a really detrimental way in our business. So I was seeing just a lot of complexity, a lot of different products I was offering, a lot of different services. And I said, whoa, 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 I'm going to seek good counsel. I need to connect with my business coach and lay out my questions and have them speak into my life and be critical about the decisions I made and give me truth and love. Then I need them to tell me what is my zone of genius. I literally, you guys, I literally went to several people that I 
highly respect in the coaching consulting world. And I said, tell me what my zone of genius is. I literally, you guys texted 10 different people that I worked with clients, coaches, friends, family members that I trust and said, if you had to say, what is Sierra's zone of genius? What does she do really, really well? If you had to say that in one sentence, what would it be? I sought good counsel. Then I took that counsel and I leaned into those giftings. I said, okay, why am I doing all of these random things that they say we're supposed to do in the coaching and consulting world? If that's not my zone of genius, it's that's not my giftings. And once I considered that, I could slow down and say, you know what? I'm going to slow down. I'm going to eliminate complexity so that I'm prepared to speed up when God brings opportunities back into my business, right? And so I want to encourage you that trusting God, if you're hearing this from friends and family, or even, you know, in your own mind, I need to just trust. Trust means taking action on good advice. Trust does not mean burying our head in the sand, doing nothing, and just hoping that things are going to get better. That's foolishness. Trusting means seeking out good counsel, leaning into our giftings and slowing down to speed up. All right. I hope this episode, even though it was a little different than normal, was helpful for you. Again, if you're not faith-based, I hope you could still take a couple good nuggets. You can seek great counsel. You can lean into your giftings and you can definitely slow down to speed up. I would love to connect with you. I would love love to be that counsel in your life. If you're looking for a coach, please connect with me. Head on over to sierrastockland.com where you'll find all the details on how we can work together. I cannot wait to see you back here again next week. Bye for now. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you want to dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. I want to help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck, because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me. I'll work with you soon. See you then. Hey, boutique owner, do you use Square for your point of sale system? If you do, I want you to listen up. This is so exciting. So a lot of times we hear all about the kinds of websites you can make with the other POS system, but we don't hear a lot about Square. Well, Alyssa Tolufson designs beautiful Square websites. That's right, she can fully integrate your Square point of sale system with a beautiful website that will function for you. And the best part is she's a boutique owner herself, so she totally gets it. Her look, her design, it's gorgeous. And not only that, she's really, really good at SEO, which is another important piece to make sure people find your website and shop it. So if you are interested in having Alyssa take a look at what you've got going on with Square, then head on over to alyssatolefson.com. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A-T-O-L-L-E-F. SON.com, Alyssa Tolefson.com. Take a look at what she can do for your square point of sale.